0: In the next hour, we want to put a smile on your face, elevate your endorphins, and bring you happiness. Welcome to Say Yes, Be Happy with Natalie Botros. We spend so much of our lives chasing happiness, it might just be where you least expect it to be. Natalie and her guests are going to show you how and where to find it. And now, your host, Natalie Botros.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Natalie Botros, your host. Welcome to my show, Say Yes, Be Happy, where each week we talk about a different topic, about being happy, finding the positive, the silver lining of every aspect of life. This week, we're going to talk about divorce. And I know that, you know, happiness fairy, why she's talking about divorce. Well, guess what? I found this amazing couple who managed to divorce happily. Let me tell you a little about them. My guests, Nikki and Ben, like every couple, they got married and they hoped that it was going to be last, you know, happily ever after. But, you know, life came in, they had some troubles. And after seven years and a son, they decided that they cannot continue this marriage. But of course, they were deceived, angry, sad, like every people who wants to, who decides to get a divorce. But instead of making a toxic or vengeful divorce, they decided to find an alternative. And- Committed to putting their son's ushers needs first in every decision, they helped each other heal and build the future. They may be divorced, but they're really good friends and actually they're they're like family right now. (laughs) And they even wrote the book, Our Happy Divorce, where they elaborate on the difficulties of their divorce experience, their individual pains and triumphs, their unique approaches to relationship and their blended families. Their story is really an inspiring story and really shows us that we can have a happy divorce. Please welcome Nikki and Ben. Hi, guys. Hey,
2: thank you for having us.
1: I'm so excited to have you guys because like you guys, the the way you divorced, I know that I'm sure that it wasn't like peachy and like beautiful every day, but you made it happen. So let's start from the beginning, beginning, how everything started, you know, how everything started. Like you decided to get divorced and then like, what were the emotions?
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I think that it's, it's a uh, universal uh, uh, thing to say that divorces don't end on a winning streak. Not, you know, everything's not great. And, and it's not a decision that Nick and I, you know, woke up one day after a fight at dinner and decided, hey, let's get divorced. <laughs> yeah. it, it, Divorce it, tomorrow. You know, it was a process and it was, uh, it was a tough decision. <clears throat> um, but I think, like every marriage, when they, that, that decision's made, there are not very healthy—probably uh, the antithesis on the feeling chart of happy <laughs> uh, feelings—that um, that really clog, and, and, and you know, for men and, and for women and for all, being sort of clogged
1: judgment. Yeah, and for you, Nikki, I, I think for me,
3: I had to get over the fact that, like, I felt like I was failing at something, and I. Like most people don't like to fail. <laughs> of course. it's yeah, and, normal. I, and I felt like I was failing my son and, you know, coming from a relationship where my parents are still married 52 years later, that was something that I didn't see in my cards. Like I, I didn't see myself being divorced. I didn't see myself raising my son in a d- divorced family. So I, I mean, I think in the beginning for me, I tried to do everything I could to fix it instead of really looking at the problem and knowing that, OK, there, there was the only way to fix this is to get a divorce and for us to try to find a different path together. So I think once I kind of realized that there was no fixing, it was easier for me to take those steps.
2: Yeah, and I think the thing is, is when you if you had asked us 14 years ago and heard this story and said, happy divorce, uh, those two words were not synonymous Right. And so we would have looked at you sideways uh, and and wanted to know more more information. So this was never I I think for us, we just wanted to be in the same room together um, where everybody around us. And and most importantly, our son didn't feel that tension. You know, you've been around that divorced couple. And uh, I grew up in the opposite uh, environment of Nikki. My parents got divorced and had a high conflict. It was the 80s wore the roses, uh, you know, and, and my brothers and a sister and I were used as blocking and tackling tools, weapons, you know, and it was a terrible place for, for a kid, uh, to be caught in the middle of.
1: So how did you, I mean, like get over this feeling of failure of anger, you know, because like, again, as you said, like it's, it's a divorce. It's like, you feel that a part of you is gone. So how did you manage to turn it? Is you, did your lawyer help you or like mm-hmm. you got therapy? Like what happened?
2: Yeah. Uh, listen, I, uh, therapy. <laughs> <laughs> therapy, uh, if you are, if, if there's anything you take away from this, uh, is that first phone call that you make when you make that decision yes. uh, to get divorced, we would recommend not calling a lawyer, not calling a friend who got divorced uh, recently and, and want to know more information, uh, but call a therapist. Yeah, call a divorce coach. And 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 Nikki and I or I didn't. You know, I, I can tell you that I wish that I had made that decision first because uh, it potentially could have put us on a different path. But I called that. Would we'll have saved
0: you
3: a
1: little money too. Would we'll <laughs> have saved you a little more money. <laughs> yeah. but,
2: but at the end of the day, that lawyer uh, was there to
1: make money well, out make of
2: money. you guys and, and he <laughs> yeah. didn't he didn't love my child he didn't it, it look out for me as far as you know what was best in the he long run he didn't have to like you right so you know i think the thing is that the what we realized looking back on it is there's two parts of a divorce um and this is going to sound apathetic and it's actually meant to sound apathetic divorce is a business deal at the end of the day um it is a you know div- dividing okay. assets making business decisions um, and probably one of the biggest business decisions people make in their lives. The problem is it's sprinkled with these negative emotions. Uh, and, and that is a recipe for unhappiness. And what, so
3: many emotions you don't know what to deal do with.
2: Right. So you deal with the emotions on the business side. Like, I'm going to take, you know, this because it means a lot to Nikki. Right. And am no, resentment- going take your coffee pot. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, really... <laughs> Yeah. You love this yeah. So I'm going to take your coffee pot.
2: Hours. <laughs> hours out know, of coffee spend, pot. Spend in mediation. I heard the story once hours, uh, 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 two hours of mediation over, over an espresso machine. She wanted it because it meant so much to him.
1: Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It's in like, the, despite, you know, like.
2: Yeah. And the end of the day, the lawyer's like, well, we could have bought three espresso machines for the price the that it costs down. the mediation. So it's just it, the, the, the emotional side of the, the, second side of the the, uh, the divorce process really is what I think uh, sends divorces south or on the wrong direction. And actually, because we individually worked on the emotional side, put our divorce on a better path towards a happy divorce, amicable divorce, you know, whatever you want.
1: Yeah. So... Okay, so you decided that you should, you know, like, stop the toxic environment. And you, you said, let's get some help. Let's take, get some therapy. What was the next step? How did, like, everything work? Because, like, I'm sure that you had highs and lows in, in the process, too. It's not, again, oh, yeah. everything we is not I that smooth. No. We, we
2: didn't have that wand. No. No. Know, and, I think, just touch each other when we're happy. Know, it's no.
3: Safe no. to say, though, that, you know, when it first started, Ben kind of started going down the path of, Destruction path, like he wanted to do everything he could to like destroy me is how he started out. Where I started <laughs> out the other way, where I was like, fixing. Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was trying to fix it. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just, let me just, which is very difficult for me, is sit back and like let him be a little bit. And hopefully at some point, maybe he was gonna not he be. He got old. He
1: will get over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and and she did. Looking back on it, this wasn't anything anybody gave us. You know, I think that a lot of it yeah. had to do with uh, getting, I don't want to say lucky, but but we we looking back on it, what we did right was we didn't, you know, eventually said no to lawyers, got therapy individually. But we also took our time and Nikki afforded me and gave me space uh, for that time. And, you know, it wasn't there's no prize I that I know of uh, for getting divorced the quickest. Right. Except yeah. for there is, you know, a, a negative prize of, of, you know, years of misery and, and, and unhappiness for you and everybody around you, including your children. Yeah. So we took our time. Through the exactly.
1: Prize. So, but you got over your anger because we of did. your kids. I mean, like, I'm talking more like I think you were like trying to fix and he was trying to like, Just he story. was wounded basically. Yes. He was so he was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But one thing that I think changed it for me, we t- I talked about my parents' high-conflict divorce, yeah. is, you know, I went to this lawyer. I told him what I wanted to do. He was more than happy to do it. Uh, and it, just a side note, if a, if you sit with a lawyer and the lawyer, he or she says yes, we, it says yes to everything you want, <laughs> run. Right. It's Because it's impossible. That'll never happen. You know, I want this. I want this. And the lawyer said, yeah, we can get this. We can get that. So <laughs> that's what this lawyer was telling me. And so he wrote up a you know, a, a war plan on how to destroy Nikki, and I, uh, I didn't read it for a while, and I was on a plane back from LA, a red eye, and I took it out, and I got like two pages into it, and all of a sudden, for the first time in a long time, uh, on that plane, I could see clearly, and I could be, I was honest with myself, and it was no way that it could all be Nikki's fault. Right there's no way in the history of relationships.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Finally, it's not all my right? fault.
2: Is that, that at some point you know? But the other thing I was able to tap into was my experience, with my parents, and, of and their life experience, okay. and I had lived that movie, and so I knew if I had continued to read that, you know, War and Peace war plan, that I knew where it ended. I knew where that uh, you know, movie and then your ended. son
1: will suffer. Uh, That's exactly it. And I was
2: and that's where I was like, oh my God, even through everything you went through. You're
1: like, what am I doing? I was
2: like, this is how powerful these emotions are. That I was blindly going to put my son right down the same path that 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 I grew up in. And so I stopped reading it. And that's when I called the lawyer on Monday and I said, Thank you, but no, thank you. I'm going to find a different route. And then my second call was to Nikki. Uh, and asking her for some time to, to to work through some stuff, she graciously offered it to me or gave it to me, and then I called. Where the first phone call I should have made, and that was to a therapist, um, and, and went and got some therapy.
1: Yeah, I have someone who asked, "Who divorced who? <laughs> who well, made the 1st <laughs>
3: I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw Ben under the bus a little bit here. Ben Ben left very dramatically. He left. I found like a ripped up picture with. The, with his ring on it, sitting in the, in the bathroom.
2: Yeah, it was not my finest moment. It was moment. not
3: its finest moment, but that's okay. We are, we're we're going to overlook that, the fact that he left very dramatically.
2: It's an interesting question. Who divorced who? Um, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we look back on it, and yes, and I... And we divorced each other. You
3: may
1: have instigated. Initiated, yeah.
2: Initiated yes. in a very dramatic, yes. uh, embarrassing moment, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, but, but, so I think we divorced e- each other, looking back on yeah. it, because we both... Uh, realized and it maybe took Nikki a little longer because she's like, she said, she's a fixture. She would have stayed together. She literally would have stayed together. I, 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 at least I believe for at least, you know, who knows how much longer, but that was her initial, uh, you know, I, I guess reaction was, Let, we have a son, right. let's stay together. Let's work this out. And we had tried that before. I mean, that was, wasn't again, right. it we didn't
3: just wake up and go, okay, yeah. we're going to get divorced today. Right. And I yeah. worked up a picture. No, and, and I think for him, I mean, the way he is, it almost was better for him. If, I mean, if you could use the word better in a divorce for children, nothing can be better, but for him to be younger yes. and for us, and like for him to be able to grow up seeing what we have now I mean, like, I, I think there were even times where he'd be like, "Well, you guys get along. Like, why, why aren't you together?" He still but says he, that. Yeah, but now he's now he understands the right. fact that like our relationship is so much different now than when we would have been married.
2: Yep.
3: Like he sees so, us as brother and sister. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but looking back, do you? I mean, like, do you thank him? Do you thank Ben that he, even if it was dramatic, he he said, "Okay, I cannot do this anymore." <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. And I and I know because- that. Yeah, he,
3: like he knew it was the right time, and so I think that's what I needed was just that little extra push, because I knew in my heart that it was the right time,
1: but yeah. I'm just not one to make such a bold change. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bold move, you know. Like you're married, you have a a kid, and then you're like, okay, let's like let's break yeah. up, let's let let's finish this. I'm so like, well, it, it's I'm a bold move, but how long? I mean, we'd been together for a long time. It's
2: a tough move. You know, it's again, it's not something that we did or, you know, we'd broken up before even in marriage. I'd moved out, then moved back in. And it's just sort of we did that dance. I, I think every not every, but most divorced couples go through that. Period. Yeah. However long it is of of trying to fix it. Do try, it. Yeah. Right. Let's get let's split up. Let's get back together. Let's separate. Let's get back together. And then finally, you know, there there, there was and it wasn't there's any
3: no more dance steps. way. <laughs> right.
2: And, and that's why it's a, the interesting question about who divorced who is is. I think that's one of the reasons that we have this relationship is just like on that plane where I was honest about there's no way that this could be Nikki's fault. Is it took two of us to ruin our marriage, but it's taken two of us to make our post divorce life. And, yeah. and so it's, it, it is a symbiotic, no finger pointing, no, you know, uh, it's, it, you know, I should be thanked because I left and then I get, you know, I understand, but it's not that we're both equal partners in this. And we both, you know, brunt, took the brunt of, uh, of equal blame uh, you know, for the, uh, for the ending of the marriage.
1: So how long this period lasted where you were like, yes, no, let's try. Let's maybe let's know. <laughs>
2: Well, I, I, for you guys, <laughs> it took a it probably
1: didn't, a good
2: year, right? But it didn't take me very long uh, through my therapy and through working with. uh, but the, when so you like,
3: were going through therapy, we were not trying to get back together. Right, we right, were apart.
2: No. We were apart, but we were working on ourselves, ourselves, and getting ourselves. You know, looking back on it, ready for the process of uh, of the divorce, but. Uh, I would say it didn't. Uh, I wish I could say it took longer, but you know, I, I think after really looking at just my side of the street and having somebody be accountable uh, I, that I could be accountable to for staying on my side of the street and not saying, "Yeah, but over there, <laughs> yeah. look at that mess on her side of the street." Right? It's a, but, like, but, but hey,
3: let her clean up her own right, We're right? not talking yeah. about
2: this. We're talking about you. And and once you know, I was able to do that. Uh, I wish I could. It, it didn't take very long. Uh, for me to, you know, come to the conclusion uh, conclusion that yeah. I wouldn't want to be married to me either. And you I know, basically
3: it, came to that conclusion, too.
2: Right. Is that we were, unha- we both came through our own paths to the fact that we were unhappy people.
1: Yeah.
2: And yeah. then, so why in the hell would two unhappy people make a be happy? Be together. Year? Yeah. It would make so, basically,
1: unhappy- you both, like, came, you know, like, to the... To- took the decision that this was the best way for both of you. And then like it took you some time of processing and, and just actually made it, I guess, your happy divorce. Yeah. Yes, It's like really, it's like the base of your happy divorce. We're going to take our first break. <laughs> We're talking with Nikki and Ben about their happy divorce. Like everyone, they thought that their marriage was going to last forever and it didn't, but they made it happen. They made a happy divorce. See you just after the little break.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Is something missing from your life and you can't define what it is? Are you someone who seems to have it all, yet are missing the most important thing, to be happy? The Hungry for Happy online course may just be what you need now. Natalie Botros has created this course for you to find happiness, regardless of your body issues and or relationship status. Take the online questionnaire now to find out if this is a good match for you at the bond vivantgirlcom and click Happiness Course. Whatever your budget, Natalie, the happiness fairy, has set up plans to help everyone find their happiness. Get a preview of the curriculum before you take the happiness plunge. Visit the bond-vivantgirl.com and click Happiness Course. In Natalie's own words,
1: What do you have to lose? Say yes. Be happy.
0: The Hungry for Happy online course is waiting for you now at the bond-vivantgirl.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. To reach our show today, we invite you to phone in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to bvg at thebon-vivantgirl.com. Now, back to Say Yes, Be Happy.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your host. We're talking with Nikki and Ben about their happy divorce. I know that it sounds weird to say, to put <laughs> happy next to divorce, but they made it happen. So can you? Uh, just before the break, we were talking about how they got to the conclusion that they were better divorced than together. And actually during the break, Ben was telling that the most important step of it was that they they did amends to each other. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: because I think it's a
2: it was a big step. It was
1: a big step. And we weren't really talking. We were only
3: talking like when it had to do with something with Asher. So we weren't like constantly having conversations. And he called me out of the blue one day and he said, will you meet me for coffee? And I was like, hmm, do I want to meet (laughs) you for coffee? So I kind of just said, okay. And I knew, then I went, we actually, when I actually got to the coffee shop and sat down, I was like, okay, he got my coffee for me. He, I mean, obviously he knows what kind of coffee I drink and how I drink it. So there was coffee there. So I was like, okay, this might be, this might be an easier little meeting than I had thought.
2: Yeah. And that was, you know, one of the things that was important to me and and through therapy and working, uh, you know, with this guy is, is, is when, that moment of you know clarity or that discovery of, of that I was not the person, the father, the husband, the man that I thought I was, is no matter what happened in in, in our marriage or no, no matter what somebody did or didn't do, you know what I wanted to, what I had to do was make amends and, and repair my part and just let Nikki know that that you know the, through that process what I discovered, and it wasn't you know done. Uh, to show her up or to be better than her, or with any intention, like, and, and I'll get I get her, I'm going to apologize. <laughs> and it wasn't, you know, didn't go in a lot of yeah. detail. I just said that, you know, I, I was <clears> sorry <throat> that I loved her, and I was sorry for, you know, what I had done to end, the, you know, to, to, to end this marriage. And then, you know, something magical happened, and, and Nikki then, in turn, apologized. <laughs> magical. To me. magical, magical, magical. Magical is <laughs> a good word because I think it's the only first and only yeah. time uh, Maybe. in the she ever years.
1: apologized. <laughs> <laughs> But it was Probably. the most important yeah. thing. Now,
2: I don't want to give oh. people the no. wrong impression. We didn't, you know, all of a sudden after that, after those. That no, it wasn't
3: butterflies and roses. After that. Right. We,
2: it didn't no. click. our, But but there was just a, like, it was almost like when you have anxiety and then all of a sudden you can take that first breath and it's it's a little bit easier to breathe. Yeah. And, and there's some space to move. That's what it was like. I mean, it didn't. Yeah. Uh, there, there were still rough times for years um, but it made everything just seem a little lighter and a little easier and a little bit more possibility
1: yeah that's great
3: yeah and I think for me that that allowed me to kind of give him a little more time too just to I and I think you know one of the things that he said to me during that meeting was do you have an issue with joint custody and so I think that was a big deal for him is that I said of course not like our you've given me, you know, no reason or, you know, and our son deserves to be around his father. And so I oh, think that was another, like, was like a little disarming. Branch. Yeah. It was yeah. a
2: little like, okay. Then the red, and I think I responded something to the effect of, well, the other, you know, what can be worked out like that's oh. There was that issue yeah. and then the other, you know, issues, you know, below it, but that was a big issue. And then, you know, I think yeah. from that moment on, uh, we, it, it became a little easier and, and everything, um, you know, became uh, just a little bit, look, I I shouldn't say that, you know, it just became a little simpler. You know, we put
1: it. Yeah. I think with you, when you did your amendments, you kind of let it go, you know, let go the anger and all this, like what you were holding on, like all the grudge. It's like, it's really helped you to move on to your next step. I have a question from Facebook. So uh, Mona Guzman, she says, I read your book and was pleasantly surprised you are from Tampa. Me too. What would you advise to a couple where on initiated the divorce and the other one doesn't want it? I don't want it, but I'm committed to doing whatever I need to do for a five-year-old son. It's difficult to be around my husband a lot for a son's sake and be my husband's friend when I still want to be his wife. Mm. Does Does it take time? She goes, maybe it takes time takes a lot yeah. of
2: time. And that's yeah, I think a we, lot
1: of time.
2: You know, Monica, I don't know if you were on earlier, but we said there's no rush, uh, you know, to this. There, there's no ward for getting done quickly. I think that Nikki, like, didn't, looking back, she was probably making the wrong decision, but she would have probably stayed together. She wanted to stay together for, for our son. Yeah. You know, and so.
3: I probably would have killed him by now, right.
2: but I would <laughs> Right. And it probably would have ended up worse. But, but the point is that, that, you know, giving each other time, right, and giving her time to sort of come to that, process and not rushing anything or not pushing anything down her throat, but it does take time. And it, you know, that that's where the feelings get the best of people. And and it turns, you know, sadness may turn into resentment, turn into anger, turn into, you know, just all kinds of like vicious cycle of negative emotions. And, and, and so time I think is, and again, we're not doctors, lawyers, there no. is, and
3: but being a mom too. Yeah. And I, I mean, I had to go through all those emotions of, you know when Ben started dating, and oh my God, now there's this other woman that's going to be around my son, and that's my spot. Like there's not supposed to be another woman around, to, you know, my son. And I mean, I had to like I think women definitely go through that emotion, just and it's it can destroy you if you let it. Of course, and that was one of the, like I mean, I really had to work on. I mean, honestly, therapy did help that too because it would have destroyed me if I would have let it.
4: Mm.
1: Yeah. So you. Two questions that come out in my mind, of course. I mean, we're going to talk about your book, but of course, like you both started, you both remarried today, but you both started dating with other people. So how was it vis-a-vis your son, like when the other person has a new partner?
2: Well, Well, we are talking about our book, right? Because this is our
1: book. Exactly. This is all about your book that you started writing after. When when was it? When did you write this book? Just after?
2: No, no, (laughs) no, no, no. No, 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 no. no. we had to... No, no, no. After he twisted my arm. Yeah, this, this was something yeah. we never, again, 14 years ago, if you had told us we're sitting here right. on, uh, you know, this this show talking about a book that we wrote about our divorce, we would have looked at you sideways. So this was yeah. never in the cards. Okay. And we came up with the idea about, you know, three, four years ago. But the, the dating part of it. Um.
3: I really like to tell this part. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> because she feels it. No, no. Oh no, because I know because I like to poke fun at Ben a little bit about this one. Um, No, I think that I think we both dated. I mean, I don't think that I just I know that what a lot of men go through when they get a divorce and they like to sow their oats that they thought were like stuffed in a closet somewhere. They needed to bring them all back out. So I just one day said to Ben. Hey, can you do me a favor? Like, it would be a really great thing if you didn't bring Chandelier and Crystal and Mercedes around our child. If you could just, <laughs> until you fall in love and until there's someone special in your life, can you just do me that favor? And, and I wasn't asking for me. Right. Like, I mean, I think in the beginning he thought, grew you. Well, no, I don't think I
2: thought, but but this is the, this is where the ego... And, you know, for, for, uh, when, when the feelings aren't, you know, I guess identified is when, when the ego is attacked or, you know, my first reaction in my head to that was who the hell are you to tell me who I can't and cannot bring around my son, right? That was the first, but that would be a reaction based off of ego, off of anger, off of, you know, she's just bitter because I'm dating, you know, women, but, but stop, I, you know, I stopped you know, and putting our son first, she was right. And I told her that, you know, that, that at the end of the day, what's best for my, our son was for me to not have a revolving door of women going in and out of his life after he's been through this traumatic experience of, of his parents' divorce and what does it mean. So, uh, you know, I just simply said, and this was hard. This is hard, a lot harder, a little easier today, but a lot harder to say you're right. And, and I, I'm, I'll make you that. Yeah, uh, promise. Yeah, I think it was about a year before my wife. Um, I introduced my wife to to, to uh, Nadia. I'm sorry, Nadia is my wife. My son is Asher. And that was, and, and I kept Nikki, you know, up to speed or you know, uh, communicated with her what was going to happen, how it was going to happen, because she's his mom, and this affects him.
1: Of course. Yeah. Of course. And then like you were sure that she was not, you know, like a one night stand or like, just like, you knew that she was your partner for a while, that she was like there for the long run, basically. So Right. And I didn't know we were going to
2: get married, but I felt confident enough or secure enough that, you know, we were in a monogamous relationship and that it was time for, you know, those two to meet.
1: And what was for you, Nikki, (laughs) when you introduced? I think for, I mean,
3: for me, it was a little different. I started dating someone that he knew, okay. that Asher knew. So Ben actually knew him too. Asher knew him, and I'm, you know, I'm married to him now. Um, yeah. But so it wasn't as strange. I think he. it was a little bit strange for Asher to see him in a different light. Yeah. But it was somebody that he already had a like a friendship with or a relationship with. I mean, I think it was probably harder for Ben than it was for Asher.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, they, you know, it's, it's, and Nikki, you know, I don't know if it's easier or harder or, you know, whatever it is, but you know, she started dating somebody, you know, here we are, we just made amends and, you know, done all this stuff and we're on this, you know, new path. And then, Nikki, Oh, by the way, <laughs> Oh, no, by the way, Nikki starts dating somebody, uh, you know, we knew, and it's like, okay, let's test this, you know, spiritual yeah. giant, uh, <laughs> uh, you know? Uh, and so, but it's, I bring up this example because I think it was the first time that I can remember that we were all together and yeah, I, I was place. coaching, uh, Asher's soft, uh, little league, uh, uh, team. And after the game and Nikki and Chad were, came to the game, and I could just, I was on the field and I was looking over and going, you know, just playing and awfulizing this whole experience afterwards that it was going to have to happen. Like, this is the moment where I'm going to have to walk over. And so, after the after the game, the kids run out and the dads are stuck cleaning out the dugout. And and I remember walking over to Chad and, and, and Nikki and Asher and literally in my head going, what's best for Asher? What's <laughs> yeah. For Asher? What's <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. And so, when I got there, I put down my bag and the first person I hugged was Chad. And wow. You know, just to disarm, to let Asher know that this was okay yeah. for him to love him, that this shouldn't be awkward for him, that this shouldn't, this is okay. Now, what was going on inside of me
1: was, was something else. <laughs> right?
2: Like it was, a, it was like a washing machine, but it, you know, it was one of those things where I think, you know, we talk about a lot that we faked it until we made yeah. it. Right, we we put on our big boy pants, and and I tried my best to put on my big boy pants as I was walking over to say hi, and 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 just put the ego and everything else aside, and 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 just showed up, and uh, it was hard, but it became easier.
3: It did, yeah. and I think you know, I always tell a funny story about Asher when he and Nadia were dating, and Nadia started spending more time with Asher and at their house. Um, I would always call Asher and say hey, good night to him at night when he was at Ben's house. So one night I called him saying goodnight to him was just talking to him about his day. And he said, Hey mom, do you know Nadia? And I said, no, <laughs> I, I mean, I know who Nadia is, but I don't know Nadia. And he goes, well, here, I think you should talk to her. Wow. <laughs> How old was he? He's four, four, five, five. Yeah, five. And he put her on the phone and it was just his way of saying, Hey mom, here's this girl. She hangs out with me. She hangs out with dad. I, I've never seen you around her, but like maybe you two should know each other. It's time. And it was that he was ready. Like he just said it. This is time. Like this is mom. This is it's it.
2: And I think <laughs> these are just kids us. are smart. Kids That's what I are, I yeah. say
3: that. One takeaway is kids are, kids are so much smarter than yeah. we give them credit. Right.
2: And, and I think the, the road, you know, after the you know divorce doesn't end with the judgment right. that you get from the judge. Yeah. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. And so along this path of the past 14 years, we've had our hurdles, we've had, we've hit road bumps, you know, speed bumps, know. we've, in, 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 you know, brought other people into the mix, which is always yeah. something that could, you know, probably the biggest uh, roadblock, but, um, you know, somehow we've managed, Nick and I managed to do, yeah. be a bicycle, and be able to move you know with two wheels and then you add two or more wheels and it becomes a car but they all have to work and our spouses uh have added so much to this our happy divorce modern family and they haven't subtracted a thing but yeah. just added to it so so we are lucky beyond words for, i mean for but them.
3: we did lay it i mean not yeah. not saying like okay I mean, but I don't know if if they wouldn't have got on board with what we were trying to accomplish. I don't know if we would be married to them.
2: Right. Yeah. Because if, yeah. if I mean, they-
3: it was a big if, this is what we set out to do. And this is what we wanted to do as parents. And we I was not going to allow somebody else to come in my life and ruin what we were trying to do. Even yeah. no matter how much I loved him. Right. That wasn't I mean, we weren't going to let that happen. Yeah.
1: So, you advise our listeners if they have someone else in their life to wait for a little bit and then, like, to talk to you, to each other before introducing it, uh, them to, the, to their kids. Yeah. We don't, I wouldn't have liked to surprise. No. Like, I wouldn't
3: have liked to have learned from Asher that he met this woman,
2: and yeah. nor should she yeah. have. Like, I, mean, I mean, at the end of the day, she's his mother. I mean, I'm his dad. Because and, those are
3: new feelings that they that the kids are going to have to go through having somebody else around. So, I mean, the parents should be part of that.
2: Yeah. I and agree. I think again, it, it comes down to uh, the idea of time and space and, and not rushing anything. And I know when relationships, I wanted Nadia to meet Asher, you know, I but but it just was an idea that that, that or just a the, the more time. The better, uh, I think, for us in, in our experience, um, whether it's divorce, meeting somebody, introducing, um, and then communicating. Right yeah. at the end of the day, not Nikki had a right to know uh, of anything and everything that has to do with Ash.
1: Okay. We're gonna, we're about to take our second break and I see that we have a caller on hold. So when we come back, we will take the caller's question. We're talking with Nikki and Ben about their happy divorce. See you just after the break.
3: us on twitter at voice america trn get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america
0: trn is something missing from your life and you can't define what it is are you someone who seems to have it all yet are missing the most important thing to be happy the Hungry for Happy online course may just be what you need now. Natalie Botros has created this course for you to find happiness, regardless of your body issues and or relationship status. Take the online questionnaire now to find out if this is a good match for you at the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. Whatever your budget, Natalie, the happiness fairy has set up plans to help everyone find their happiness. Get a preview of the curriculum before you take the happiness plunge. Visit the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. In Natalie's own words,
1: What do you have to lose? Say yes, be happy.
0: The Hungry for Happy online course is waiting for you now at the bond-vivantgirl.com Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. To reach our show today, we invite you to phone in to one 472 5788 That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to bvg at thebon-vivantgirl.com. Now, back to Say Yes, Be Happy.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your host. I'm talking with Nikki and Ben about their happy divorce. I know, happy divorce. It doesn't go well, but they made it happen. Not easily. They worked for everything good in life. You have to work for it, but they did it. Uh, we have a caller on hold before we continue our chats. Hello.
4: Hi, how are you all? Um, Hi, Neil. I'm really enjoying the show. How are you? I'm really enjoying the show. It's, it's, it's it's been quite. Uh, uh, it's just been. It's opened my eyes a lot. Um, I've been divorced for. Um, I'm going to say over four years, and um, it things have gotten better. I would say within my divorce, um, you know, it 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 ended like every other divorce. It was very messy. Um, you know, unfortunately, um, uh, the question I really have, I guess, is because um, I still. It seems to be a problem for me, um, through the divorce is, um, is financial. Um, you know, I, as me, you know, I, I think I was a little bit more like Nikki. So I was that, uh, wanted to hold a marriage together type of person. Um, and now it just seems like, um, I feel like I'm always drowning, uh, financially, uh, within this divorce, um, so I, I, I kind of wanted to, you know, ask a question on how do you guys, you know, get through that, or is that an issue for you, or was it ever an issue for you?
2: Well, I can speak for. A, I'm a going to leave you to the financial well, question. I, but I, I, I... I just think that for 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 me, one of the reasons that these divorce, or this uh, a divorce is so hard uh, for me as a man, or, or me as a person, is uh, if I have two. Uh, how do I say this on the right? Uh, big trigger buttons in my life. It's romance and finance, right? That really send me as a man. Like it speaks to the ego and everything else. But, but and those get pushed in, in a relationship breakup, divorce. Uh, we're pushed a lot. So I, I, you know, the financial part of it uh, is, is tough. I mean, it's uh, the business decision, right? That's the that's the part of uh, of the divorce. So um, I don't think that. You're going through anything different than most people go through when it comes to financial insecurity, financial security, financial well-being, whatever you put under the umbrella. But for us, um, when we put our son first um, and made decisions off of what was best for him, truly best for him, the financial part of it became a little bit easier. And and, and I don't want to sound flippant or you know not. Uh, Sympathetic to what is going through, but looking back on it, it worked out fine. 14 years later, right? Whatever financial arrangement was made, you know, I would, I think both of us would go but back. It has
3: to be, I mean, it has to be fair. Yeah, fair yeah. to what? Fair to your child.
2: Well, and that, not necessarily
3: that's, fair to either one of us, but it had to be fair to our child.
2: That is such a good point. Cause fair, <laughs> when you're going through a divorce, you ask your lawyer, your wife's lawyer, your lawyer, you. Uh, your wife, what's fair. And you'll probably get four different answers. Right. Right. And, and so fair to Asher is is what we used as a metric for what, 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 uh, what was best for him.
1: So Neil, what was your, your issue with the, with this financial? It was like your father, it wasn't fair.
4: I, I felt like it was very one-sided. I would say, Uh, I mean, obviously I would give anything to my children. I mean, Mm -hmm. that was never the issue. However, I felt like um, it, it seemed to be a little bit more one-sided um, as I, you know, I made a little bit more money than my wife, or my ex-wife, but it just seems like I was getting, um, I felt like I'm getting the short end of the stick, so it's kind of like, I, I feel like I'm always, I'm balancing a budget constantly where I feel like I know that she's not, um, and, and I see her loose spending a lot more than than I could possibly do. Um, So once again, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would never want to go back and do any like lawyer stuff to, to reevaluate any of that. But, um, you know, I think it's just been enough at this point, but I wish I can get to that point where we can discuss it and say, you know, Hey, you know, I, I don't have, you know, I'm really like at the limit every time, you know, monthly. I really feel like I'm at my limit, uh, all the time. Um, and, do you have yeah. any like maybe, you know, help
2: there maybe? Well, I think that the one thing, uh, again, we're not financial advisors, lawyers, doctors, therapists, but you, you did say something that, that, uh, resonated with me and that's the communication part of it and being able to, you know, talk to her. And for us, that communication got easier over time. And and if there was a financial issue or we don't even really bother with, you know, receipts or whatever, you know, whatever some couples have to go through 14 years later. Uh, so for us, because we stayed on this path, that's not an issue anymore. Now I don't want to take away from what you're going through now, or, you know, I know it must be tough and, and to see that, you know, she's not doing spending or whatever it is, but for you said something about you wish that eventually you'd be able to talk to her. And, and for us, that's what
4: happened.
3: Maybe you can.
4: Right.
3: Have you tried to talk to her?
4: Yeah. um, I think when, even though communication has gotten a lot better, even, you know, throughout the time um, I still think that, you know, when it comes to finances, I know that, you know, I mean, that was always a big part of uh, of our, even when, our, when we were going through the divorce. I mean, I remember her being, you know, very mean about it. Um, it basically, wanted to take me for everything I had, kind of thing. Um, so I always know that the finances was very big with her, um, as far as getting back at me. Even though I wasn't the initiator of the divorce, which is kind of weird as well. Um, mm-hmm. I was once again, I was kind of like Nikki. I was willing to stick it out for the for the divorce. Um, And, you know, and then, you know, it was like, bam. And then it was more like, and I'm going to take everything that you have. And and so I know that even through time, even though it's been, you know, five years or so um, to me to go and like, uh, you know, talk about it, I know it's going to just open up all of those old wounds that, you know, I think we're trying to heal from.
2: Right, And I think just stay curious, at least if you can, to the possibility of, uh, you even said it, it's gotten better. So progress, not looking for perfection. We weren't looking for perfection, yeah. but just it got better and it got easier to communicate. So, uh, you know, I don't know what the future is going to hold, but just stay curious to our hope anyways, that we don't have to worry about that or argue about that anymore, which we did.
1: Maybe you should give okay. some time and then try to talk to her, but not attack her, talk to her. Maybe, you mm-hmm. know, nicely. <laughs> maybe it can help. <laughs> Mm
4: -hmm. yeah okay well thank you i appreciate it and i I really am enjoying this uh this this show um and it's been quite educational and thank you
1: thank Thank you Neil. yeah financial it's it's a big problem in the divorce i mean i know a lot of men (laughs) who are like suffering because like they're spending most of their salary to for their wife and kids and of course like for the kids they will pay but now it's just a number you know before it will be like naturally so it kind of gets harder i think home
2: well and say yes to happiness right i mean at the end like when you're going (laughs) through it i mean that's something maybe a mantra people could tell themselves is when they get caught in that thing is like how much money is your happiness worth right how much right is it and and i know that it's a struggle and i'm not trying to of course no no but, but at the end of the day it's like whatever financial agreement you know we made i don't know if and other people I know who, who have gone through divorce and ended up on the other side is that it, it, it was a price to pay, and the however long down the line it took for them to realize, hey, you know, I, happiness is, is there, you can't put a monetary number on happiness. They wouldn't go back and change it.
1: No. Well, it's. I mean, of course, like it has so many. The divorce has so many facets that. It's you have to find your own pattern. But I think like from what I take from our discussion today, like the most important is communication and respect that you two have. Uh, You two have, I can see that a a great friendship. Maybe every divorced couple are not going to be friends like you are, Mm -hmm. but they can have respect and communication, at least for the sake of their kids. Yes. Talking about kids, how is it co-parenting? How do you manage all that? Well, I mean, I think that we definitely have
3: different parenting styles. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously, over the
2: years, there's been a few bumps in the road. Yeah, but we would, (laughs) I think it's important that at least we understand is if we were still married, we would have those different parenting styles. So my wife and I, we have two kids and we have different parenting styles. So it's, you know, I think it's about understanding that we're together, divorced. Married, not married, like parenting styles are going to be different. So I, about respect, like you talked about and, and I don't know, but picking your battles or, or at least respecting the other person enough to talk about. picking,
3: it. Yeah, definitely picking your battles.
2: Yeah, but it's, no. it's, it's been, you know, I think of anything uh, throughout the 14 years, that's been the consistent when we, uh, you know, throw some slurs at each other and, you know, go back and forth attacks. the text. I don't, you know, I'm not, doing your stupid book. Or I'm not you know, <laughs> coming over to dinner or whatever. Like the knives come out, the claws come out. Like yeah. it, it's usually about parenting.
4: Yeah.
1: But, but yeah, totally. Of course. And so you created a blended family, then you have two more kids and Nikki, you're, you're like sharing custody of Usher with him. And you were telling me during the break, break that you went on holiday, you two with your son, we without did, your spouses. <laughs> we invited our spouses to go with
3: us, but Asher was so into animals when he was little, like his favorite books to look, look through and read were animal encyclopedias. So we had always promised him when he was little, that we would take him to Africa. And we knew that that would be, we like, would not
2: be writing a book no. called our Wars. That he, would have
3: been the straw that broke the camel's back. If, we, right. if, either if one, of, one us, of us had
2: taken the yeah. Asher to Africa, yeah. the other one.
3: <laughs> so we kind of had this idea. Maybe we should take our son to Africa. So we asked our spouses, if they would want to come. But Ben had two little kids at the time. So she was like, no, my husband's job wouldn't have allowed him to be gone for two weeks. And they said, but you two should do it.
2: Asher would love that.
3: Asher would love it. And no, we're like, no okay.
2: pushback. I go, hell no, you're not going with your ex-wife in the yeah. middle of that, huh. you know safari or the uh, African bush to, you know, alone.
3: You should see the people's <laughs> faces on the safari when we were right. like, oh, no, that's my ex-husband
2: but it was just natural i mean it was and that shows you how this thing has evolved that it wasn't uh, 12
3: years ago we would have killed each other on the safari i would have tried to feed him to the lions right
2: but there was no (laughs) even with our ex or our exes our our spouses it was like their first reaction was asher will love that it'll be great for then there was no jealousy there was no envy there was no pushback and and we went and at the end of the day it was like it it was natural. It was fun. Asher, you know, was, he was 16 at the time and he was genuinely uh, excited. And that's, you know, that's where sort of the culmination of this whole thing. Now we understand, and it's important to say uh, for people that this, it might sound like, you know, for even Neil who who had called like, this is a land of uh, unicorns and rainbow waterfalls, right? Right. It's absurd, but also if we had heard this story 14 years ago, we would have thought the same thing, and here we are, you know. And it's not, you know, it, yeah. th- that that's why we decided to write the book because it's not any advice from a, you know, any you know degrees. It's just it, we're selling hope that that <laughs> can be different.
3: Yeah. yeah, So, and we always think like if we did it, other people can too because we're like both Type A personalities that like, you know. Yeah, a little, a little controlling her. And,
2: and I'm sure there's people I'm, listening who are going, "Yeah, but my ex would never do that," or my. <laughs> <ex>. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> like it wasn't overnight. I mean, yeah. we tried little things before, like we to start having dinner together with everybody. We tried a little family vacation in the beginning that was way too soon, and we kind of looked at each other and we're like, "Too soon."
1: Hmm. Yeah, of course you. You took your time again. I think yeah. so. Um, where i know that you wrote the book and like you're helping the community as well where because we're about to finish the podcast but i want the listeners to know about your website where they can find you
2: uh, everything in our happy divorce on, on social media, you know the Twitter, the the uh, Facebook, Instagram, the Facebook and the Instagram. <laughs> sound
3: like an old man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: uh, if, if the book's available at uh, Amazon and where books are sold, if you you know don't want to buy a book, just reach out to us on social media, and we will be more than happy to yeah. send you one. We have plenty yeah.
1: of. It. So it's, it's, it's called our happy divorce.com, co- the website. Mm-hmm. It's easy. The books is the same name and my guess they made it. They really, really made it. They were married. They were angry. They were divorced. And then they made, they turn everything and made the happy, happy divorce. And I mean, like, I love the dynamic of you two together. I, we can see that you're like really close friends yeah. and, As you said, if you can make it happen, why not? People have to just try. Just try. Try. What do you have to lose? I mean, I know that there is like the anger. You know, I always say on my slogan is like, what do you have to use? Say yes. Seriously, what do you have to lose? Say yes and try to have a happy divorce. Thank you so much, Nikki and Ben, Ben to join me on my podcast. Thank Thank you, everyone, to listen to me. This was the first episode of my season two. Don't forget to... Rate me and comment on my Apple podcast. Show me some love. And next week, we're going to be back. We're going to talk about your peak performance mentally and physically, how to get there. I'm saying goodbye for now. Have an amazing day. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. Please join Natalie Botros for another show next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and noon Eastern time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen to this program again or any of our past episodes on demand and on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, keep saying yes and find your happiness.